What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into the news. This was a crazy-ass weekend in the NFL. Obviously, it was the divisional round of the playoffs. So let's give a little recap of this weekend's games. So on Saturday, the Buffalo Bills took on the Baltimore Ravens. It was a pretty low-scoring game in the first half. It was 3-3 three to three at halftime. That was not what we were expecting between these two really good teams. We were expecting a back-and-forth affair, but their defenses were the stars of the game. And uh, Josh Allen just proved that he is here to stay, and he's not going to be one of these quarterbacks that just lets their uh, opportunity get the best of them and not give it all that they have. Josh Allen is a dog, and he's going to be in Buffalo for a long time, and hopefully he's able to win Buffalo a Super Bowl this year. We shall see. I mean, Buffalo is technically the only New York team that is in the playoffs, even though that upstate doesn't really count as New York. But that's another discussion for another day. But definitely rooting for the Bills. And uh, they picked it up in the third quarter. Stefan Diggs had a decent game. Eight receptions for 106 yards and... On the ground, Devin Singletary had seven carries for 25 yards. Obviously, the story of the second half was Lamar Jackson getting a concussion. And during that play, obviously, it was a pick for 101 yards (laughs) Uh, for a touchdown. So... That's not really how you want your season to end for Lamar Jackson, but he'll be back. And um, it was good to see him at least get another week of the playoffs under his belt. But obviously the uh, Bills took over and they won the game. So they move on to next week for the AFC Championship game. So, also on Saturday, the Rams took on the Packers. Aaron Donald was essentially useless during this whole entire game. No sacks on Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers did some Aaron Rodgers things. And he was 23 for 36, passing for 296 and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had 14 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. And Alan Lazard had four receptions for 96 yards and a touchdown. This was also a pretty close game in the first half until the second quarter when Aaron Rodgers got two scores. 
that kind of put them ahead in the game, and they wouldn't really look back from there. They would go on to win 32-18, to knocking the Rams out of the playoffs. Tough break for the Rams, but Aaron Rodgers is not to be stopped this year. So now we go on to Sunday, and the Cleveland Browns taking on the Chiefs in KC. Again, this was a pretty low-scoring game. It was 6-3 to three after the first, Kansas City leading the game. Then KC goes up two scores. They missed an extra point, though, so. That almost came back to haunt them a little bit. But then Cleveland kind of got cooking late, but they came up short and lost by five. Patrick Mahomes obviously got a concussion also this weekend. It was crazy that (laughs) two star quarterbacks get concussions. But some stats from this game. Baker Mayfield was 23 for 37, 204 yards, one touchdown and one pick. Nick Chubb on the ground, he had 13 carries with 69 yards. And T. Higgins had five receptions for 88 yards. Patrick Mahomes was 21 for 30, 255 yards of touchdown. Darrell Williams had 13 rushing attempts for 78 yards. And Tyreek Hill had eight receptions for 110 yards. So I did a little research on my own time, and they said that Patrick Mahomes has passed most of his uh, concussion protocol tests. And I guess, like, they'll keep everyone updated with his condition throughout the week, and hopefully he's able to play in the AFC Championship game. I know he definitely wants to play in that game. And uh, Chad Henney replaced him, longtime quarterback in the NFL, and he didn't do a bad job. He obviously didn't fuck up that bad because they were still able to uh, come out with the win. So that's that. So the AFC Championship game is Buffalo against Kansas City, which is a game that I think everybody really wants to see, two really high-powered offenses and good defenses as well. So this is going to be an all-around fucking brawl. (laughs) So the last game of the weekend was Tom Brady against Drew Brees. Saints against the Buccaneers, and before the game, it was said by Jay Glazer, NFL insider, agent, whatever you want to call him. So he reported that Drew Brees said that if he loses today, obviously it was going to be his last game of his career and was going to retire. And obviously Drew Brees is a great mind for football. He's going to be a analyst somewhere for either NBC, ESPN, 
uh, Fox, CBS, whatever, whoever wants him. So, congrats to Drew Brees on a great career. One of my favorite players ever. True underdog, very undersized quarterback that wasn't supposed to amount to much and won a Super Bowl and has some of the most elite records in the history of the NFL. So, congrats to Drew Brees. So, a little bit of this game. Tom Brady was 18 for 33, 199 yards, two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny. He had 17 carries for 63 yards. He really came up big for the Buccaneers. He really contributed well. Uh, Drew Brees was 19 for 34, 134 yards, a touchdown, and three picks. Especially one late that really clinched the game for the Buccaneers. Alvin Kamara had 18 carries for 85 yards. Rob Gronkowski, one reception, 14 yards. Scotty Miller, one reception, 29 yards. Chris Goblin, four receptions for 34 yards. Mike Evans had one reception for three yards and touched that. That's all he really needs. Just got into Mike Evans. Obviously, this was a great matchup between two all-time great quarterbacks, and Tom Brady moves on to his, I think they said, like 15th conference championship game next week, or 14th or something like that, something crazy. So the Bucks move on to face Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And this is going to be a great weekend for football coming up next weekend, just like how it was this past weekend. And to move the topic a little bit, let's talk about the fact that James Harden and KD look like they've been playing together for a long time and it's been a long time since they've been teammates with each other so in James Harden's first game he just goes off looks like old James Harden he had 32 points and like 12 rebounds something like that And KD had, like, 42 points. Obviously, Kyrie's still MIA, so. But they said James Harden was, like, the first player in Nets history to drop a triple-double in his debut. And it seems like James Harden's already being accepted by all his teammates that are around him, and he's gelling well. But obviously the one factor that remains is if him, Kyrie, and KD can work together well. Obviously, James Harden is an elite scorer, so is Kevin Durant. And Kyrie could be a spark plug for any offense in the NBA. It's just the 
fact that if they don't get the uh, chemistry that they need, it's going to hurt the whole team. And obviously, they've been winning without Kyrie. So I guess we'll have to see how Kyrie interacts with the team when he returns, if he returns, whenever. The Nets play again tonight. The Knicks, on the other hand, they completely destroyed the Boston Celtics yesterday. They were up at one point by 37 points. I didn't believe what the fuck I was watching. (laughs) But the Knicks ended up winning by 30, 105 to 75. And obviously the Celtics didn't have Jason Tatum and Kemba got hurt. But, hey, we'll take it. Jalen Brown went completely off for the Celtics. He was going nuts in the first half. Knocked down like three in a row from downtown. Jalen Brown from downtown. Downtown Jalen Brown. He had 25 for the game. Opie Toppin had 12 points off the bench in 17 minutes. He was 5 for 8, 2 for 4 from 3. Pretty good game for him. 5 for rebounds also. Obviously, he's our first-round draft pick. He's not getting that much playing time, but he's contributing. So, Julius Randle had another quality game. He had 20 points, 7 for 14 from the field, and 2 for 5. R.J. Barrett's been shooting a lot better lately. He was 5 for 11, 2 for 4 from 3, 11 rebounds, and 19 points on the game. So the Knicks look like they're getting a lot better, and this was Tom Thibodeau's birthday too. So like they were playing out of their minds yesterday, and it was on the road too. Not like it matters because it's not fans, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's been a few games that have been postponed the last couple of days, so like uh, I guess like we'll have to see how the season plays out. I hope that they don't have to go back to a bubble because that's going to only send everything backwards in the uh, sense of things getting back to normal. And we don't want the bubble because that's only going to distract the – Whoever has the authority to make the decision of whether to let fans back into the stadium. And I hope that they can limit the amount of cases, and especially the NBA, because, like, they're breathing on each other, like, the whole entire game. And, like, shit could be, like, a lot... Um, Easier to be spread to one another, I guess. But, like, clearly because, like, they've had to uh, stop some games because of so many cases on some teams. So, a little... Kith news. So today is Martin Luther King Day. 
Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. He was a great man. He tried to do a lot of good and was obviously taken from us way too soon. Um, so Kith basically is doing a collaboration and they did a campaign with his son actually over what last week. So they were trying to, uh, get into the roots of the uh, community and obviously do a collaboration to uh, celebrate his life and raise money. And all the money that's going to be from this drop that's today at 11 a.m. on Kith is going to go to um, 50% of the proceeds will be donated to the Martin Luther King the third drum major institute. While the remainder of the balance will be divided evenly between the following organizations, the Youth Direct Action Fund, March for Our Lives, Do Something Org, and Alliance for Youth Action. It just shows that KIF is uh, doing more than just your average brand, and they're trying to actually help those who don't have the biggest voice in the world. And obviously, they have a big platform to do a lot of good, and they choose to. Ronnie Feig is a very good philanthropist. Philanthropist, sorry. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good collections that he does to benefit other people. So, they're releasing a historic collaboration with the estate of Martin Luther King Jr. And one of the pieces is a graphic that shows people from the March on Washington back in the 60s. And it's kind of reminiscent of the fact that I guess our society hasn't really grown to the maturity of other countries in the sense that we still can't accept people for the color of their skin. And that was one of Martin Luther King Jr.'s main principles that he was trying to establish in our culture. And he was killed for his thoughts. And people are still persecuted for the color of their skin. And obviously with the whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter movement and the Breonna Taylor situation in Kentucky, which was something that should never happen to anybody. And it was an unprovoked act of violence by a cop. And I just hope that, I mean, it's not like things are going to change overnight and some people are naive if they think that things will change overnight. It's going to take a long collective effort for people to learn how to be better people. And that's a matter of how you were raised. It matters where you live the type of situation that your life is in. Uh, 
there's a lot of factors to determine how you become who you are. And not everybody's perfect. But, you know, try to do your best. Because people have been fucking up lately. And... Other people are definitely sick and tired of other people's mistakes for then being looked at as the bad guy for certain situations that occur and generalizing certain types of people to um, make a point in our society. Like, our society is very big on imagery and obviously with social media. That fact is, like, anybody can document anything now in the act of doing something because there's a camera on the back of your phone. And mostly everybody has a phone, unless you don't. But things don't go unnoticed now, and obviously that's how things go viral. and. By understanding that, like, people should become better people. And with that being said, guys, I hope you have a good day. And this has been an episode of One Stop Shop.